Morning. We're up to Shaykh of Ermuna, Perik Beis, second chapter. And uh, in Beis, the, uh, the, the Altair wants to, starts explaining the, based on what we learned in the first Perik, that the uh, world was created with the Asar Mamaris, and as the Baal Shem Tev would say, would, would bring out that what it says in Medeshtilim, Le'elam Dvarach of Nitzav HaShemayim, that the, word, the words are still standing, they are still, they are actually recreating the world constantly, that the world is not, has not been created 5,777 years ago and left to be, but on the contrary, it needs to be constantly recreated at every moment in time. So he goes, so now over here he's going to explain more. This is Mekanj Chuvas Haminim. This is where the ones who are disbelievers, this is their answer, the, the, the answer to them. What exactly is this necessary? Why can't we just, it's, this is Shai Yichud Vahamuna, and it's, a, it's, it's belief. Why can't we just say that this is the way it is? This is the way God created it. I don't know what the reason is. You just can, <clears throat> can just uh, throw it out into the, into the world of, uh, of belief. Belief is a tremendously strong tool to, to believe. To have a muna is, uh, is not a, it's not a weakness in man. It's a tremendous strength that a person has. That even though, even though he doesn't understand something, they can do it anyways. Without, without the, uh, the ability to believe, we, we probably would not be able to function at all. Because you wouldn't understand. We don't understand most of the things that we're doing or we're you know, interacting, going. A person goes on an airplane, starts flying, he has no idea how exactly it works. There's a tremendous, there's something that weighs a couple of tons, and they say if it goes really, really quick, it's going to start flying. Um, and the guy who's sitting in the front, know who you never met in your life, he, you put your hands in, yeah, it's good. You can trust him. We believe. You go to the doctor. He tells you, uh, somebody tells you an operation. You have to cut the person open. The person has no idea what that means. But they, they, there's a belief is the ability to get over your limitations, to get over yourself and connect to something else, hopefully higher, something bigger. Belief is a very strong, strong ability to be able to do that. As, as great as that is, and especially when it comes to Amunah, it's even more important because we're talking about God and things that are beyond the scope of our understanding. So we need to be able to suspend our own intelligence, our own feelings, and say, this is the way it is. <clears throat> but that's not, good. That's, that's not what Hashem wants, only that. Because as much as beautiful and as great as that is, there is, a, there is inherent limitations into belief. And that is... Now, where is the person? When I believe something, I'm suspending myself from this reality, and I'm saying that in that world, that's the way it is. And I admit that, that that's the MS. Where are you? If someone asks me, where am I personally? I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't feel. I don't understand it. Therefore, I don't feel. So the person himself is out of the picture. And that's not what, what's supposed to happen. When we say, when we say Shemayis, this Shaykh of Amunist explained Shemayis, Hashem Echad, that there's one, there's one God, one Abish everywhere. 
So in the intellect also needs to understand. Maybe if it can't, so then it uses a munit during that time that eventually you're going to work at it and you'll be able to understand it. It's not enough to just believe. It's, not, it's definitely not enough to understand. That's way limited. But the belief itself is also a problem just by itself. Because you have, it's, uh, that's why the Pasuk says, You should know it. Vyadaita means knowing, real knowledge. Like we say, das. It's not just knowing it in an in intellectual way. Vyadaita means das, realization. To understand it so clearly that you start seeing it. And then you'll be able to bring it into your heart. And that's ultimately what God wants to, us to do. Is to not just believe in it, but also to understand. And that's a job in itself. That's what this parak is going to start start uh, is going to start dealing with. This is the source of the ones that are making a mistake and they're uh, uh, deniers of God and specifically divine providence. Because once you don't once you don't realize the first thing that we learned in the previous chapter, that God's creating it at every single moment in time, then he made the world. They might even say maybe God made the world 5,770 years ago and he left it. He made it and left it. Like he built something. I might, you know, you made the, the guy who built this bench. He's not standing around. He isn't married to this bench and is worried every single nuance and takes care of every single detail. Just, uh, whatever happens afterwards, he's like, I don't know, I made it years ago. So they're, they're like, okay, even if there's, you know, you, you got to come, you, you, logically you have to come to a, a conclusion that there was a creator. Something had to consciously uh, br- bring something about. Nothing makes itself. Like the Chavis HaLavavis explains, nothing can make themselves. Because when did you make yourself? Before you, you were around, it wasn't here. And after, it's already here. So it's, it always has to be some kind of outside entity that comes in and makes something. So maybe God made the world and then that's it. And he left it. And it's wherever, wherever God is. And the world is on its own. Because then, that once you have that feeling, once you have that, you feel that way, so then the whole terror, the miracle, what miracles? God's intervention is not intervention. There's no God around. So they, they, they therefore, they, they believe, they, they don't believe in any of these myths and miracles, uh, anything that happens with terror, um, that you have to do this, you don't have to, why do you have to do this? You do whatever you want. You're on your own. So once you don't have an active God, once you don't have an active God in creation, then you're off anywhere. So that's why it's 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 the source. This issue that we're talking about. Why we have to see that God didn't just create the world, but He's constantly creating, and therefore there's ashgacha pratis. Because when if you're creating something, you have intent. You intend. You're, you're making it a certain way. And if you're making a certain way, there is guidance and there's purpose. And once you have that, then everything has meaning. And once you, once you come to the realization, everything in the world, nothing came about by itself. And everything is created and nothing's here on its own. Then, then you basically say, then, then there is a purpose in this. And there's going to be consequences based on this. So that's why it's to us. What exactly is there? Main, what is the f- focal point of the mistake? They make, like he says, a few lines further. 
Shuv ein hakeli tzerich l'idei yatzeif. When when so the 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 bench maker when he made the bench, he didn't he didn't make wood, and he didn't make the synthetic material that this is on and the cushion, and the rubber and the metal. He didn't do any of that. He didn't create any of this. There was metal already before. There was wood already from before, way before him. And the synthetic, they, they made it in a different factory in China. And, uh, and then he went ahead and they put it together. They, put, they, hey, they changed it with the form. They changed it around. They cut it. They polished it. They did what they can. And they made, he put it together. But he didn't create anything. So the bench essentially doesn't need him because everything was already before. He just put it together. So he not, didn't change anything essentially. So therefore, he, the, 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 there's no necessity for, the, for the, the bench maker to be around. And this is not just in the bench. Everything in creation is like that. We don't know of anything else but that. Everything that we know is a composite of two things that were already there, that are now came together... And they're making something, and they became something else. If it's hydrogen and oxygen, you take two of them, you take one of them, you have water. It's always, two, it's always a combination of things that have been put together. So we're always, we're always seeing things that were already there that are being manipulated in different ways. You have flour, you have water, you have eggs. And basically from there you can make a cake, you can make bread, you can make danishes, you can make endless slew of things from the same four or five ingredients. You can make a whole bunch of whole different things, but everything, it was already, you're just manipulating the, the, some of the form of it. So therefore, with that type of reality, looking at the world in that way, like I made something... <clears throat> That you know, and that's it. It's over now. I'm. It's over there, and I'm over here. So the, with that attitude, one would think also God also He made the world and He, he left, finished. It's done. There's no inter. There's no intrinsic connection between the Creator and the thing. So we really almost don't have a point of reference in the physical world to see this type of synergy between the thing that made it and the thing that it's being made. <clears throat> and that's the Shegish of Teresam. He goes, because the, we don't... Um, but when it comes to, to, to creation of the heaven and earth, it wasn't. There was nothing. There was no wood. There was no thing. There was no sky. There was no ear. There was no shadow. There was no pressure. There was no time there was no elements. There was nothing. Complete. There was nothing. Zero. We don't even understand what zero means. I mean, we have the, one of the most important scientific uh, th- um, uh, facts is from Newton, the theory of thermodynamics, that everything is either energy which, or matter, and it evolves between energy and matter, but not nothing. Nothing goes to nothing. It just turns. You, you, you move the molecules fast enough, it's no more physical, and it becomes, it becomes energy. So energy also you can measure. It's a thing. That was created. All that is created. We don't know what real nothing. We don't have a nothing scenario where there's just nothing. <clears throat> so that's what happened in Kriyesh Mayan. That's what happened in creation. It was nothing. And the... <clears throat> And therefore, what does it mean, the ramification, when there is nothing? When there is nothing, then you have to, it, it doesn't have anything to, to exist on before. It didn't have an existence. 
So therefore, it has to be constantly created. It can be left alone. When it's alone, there is no alone. It doesn't ex- it's only here because God made it to exist. So its real essence is God's creation. God's saying the words, you should be Aretz, you should be in a land. So there is a land. So now there's, a, there's no land. There's the words, God, he Aretz, should be a land. And he, he meant it, and he said it in a way, there should be a physical world. There is no such thing as a land, per se. And he made the land. Land is the word, the biggest offer. He made offer. He made water. There's no water. He made water. There was water somewhere, and he brought water. He didn't make water. The water became with the words. Mayim. Boom. Water. And, that's, and, and since it doesn't really, it doesn't have a thing on its own, therefore it constantly needs to be said. Like we used before an example. One example we can give is, if you take something, and you throw it in, the, if you take a rock that's heavy, that belongs on the floor, because based on gravity, whatever you want, the reason, and then you take it, you, you throw it up in the air. Now you're breaking its character. It can only propel itself, it can only be in, in the air as long as our energy is overpowering the gravitational pull, it's some kind of mathematical formula. And as long as my power is stronger than that, then it's going to go higher. The second the gravity gets stronger in the equation, it comes right back down. So I'm manipulating something over there. So if I'm manipulating, that energy has to be constant, that has to be active. The second that kayach is, is inactive, it goes right back to where it was before. <clears throat> because it doesn't belong there. That so much more so when it comes to creation, that there was that all the rules don't exist. Nothing, not gravity, not pull, not nothing, not time, not space. So therefore, God has to constantly will it and say it into existence. It's very busy, constantly putting every single. Always, there's no. When we say that this was was created, we're not just saying this. If this doesn't have to be, then nothing, and the light doesn't have to be, and this doesn't have to be, the shadow also doesn't have to be. The shadow also is a creation. Every byproduct of nature, the other thing is, oh, if you have that, then you have that. No, that's already in the existence world. You have, if you have wood, then you have weight, and you have a certain amount of density. That's because that's already, we're dealing with something in the existing world. But, but from the, in, in essence, it doesn't have to be that way. God can create it any which way He wants and change it in any in, in, at any time. <clears throat> As we saw, in, that was one of the most important parts of of, uh, of the Ten Marcus, to show how God is creating and maintaining every single element in existence, and therefore the Ten Marcus represented all the different types of existences and, and and attributes that things had to show that it didn't have to be particular. It could be in this way and that way, and it could be in this area, not in that area. It could affect non-Jew, the Egyptians, and not the Jews. Even the fact that if it's like that, that it should affect this and that the same. No, time also was created and space was created. So he created it over here this way, and over here he created it that way. And this, we also see this. And he brings an example from Kriyas Yamsuf. And this is even a bigger uh, a bigger shocker than Kriyas Yamsuf. Why is he bringing Kriyas Yamsuf over, over here? We were talking about people who were disbelievers. No, the first argument that we said, that was for the disbelievers. Now already this issue now comes up even for a believer. Thinking God's in, un, God's uh, unlimited. He can do whatever he wants. So if he does whatever he wants, even though it makes no sense 
that he could create a world and it should just stay, but in his infinite abilities, he can do that too. He can make a world. The fact that it doesn't make sense to us now, that itself was created. He could have made it that it does make sense to us. A different set of rules. And in that world, it could have. So maybe even, so even the maimon, the believer, would have a question. You know, why? maybe they should have just created the world and it should be now on its own. It doesn't, it doesn't have to constantly be recreating it. So he says, you see from Kriyas Yamsov, he had a wind to, to create, to have the wall, the water stand like a wall. There was a wind that had to blow on it constantly throughout the night. Very much like when we said with the wind throwing up a rock in the air, that it constantly, the energy needs to be, needs to be active. On, on propelling the rock because otherwise it goes back down. Why couldn't God just make the wall, the water stand and no wind? Just stand. Could have, but he didn't. Why didn't he do that? That itself is to show you and to show Yidin, to show that he did make the Teva, he made the nature, and in this world, even when he changes any little part, it constantly needs to be changed. Nothing just happens by itself, and that's the way it's going to stay, and that's its new character. It's not the real character of the thing. It's being created. Even a miracle, God wanted to show in Kriyas Yamsuf that it's always... This, God's involvement in nature is constant, all day and all night. <clears throat> And even though in water itself, it says, Because what, what are we talking about? We're not talking about the, even the actual water garden. We're talking about even less than that. We're talking about the fluidity of water. The fact that water flows. That it can't stay like a wall. Because as we say, we see other things. Like we see rocks could stay. There are other things in creation that do have, that, that, that could stay in one place. But water doesn't. So only this particular unique attribute to this particular element in its, this itself needs to be constantly done. God has to have this wind. That I didn't have to, but that's what He chose, and that is to tell us also with creation. So this is more this this part of uh, of the chapter is dealing with the maminim. To even for those who think that God no, realize that God could do anything He wants, doesn't have to any of the rules. Any rule, even the rules of terror, don't have, they only have to be because God chose it to be this way. The other thing is He has to. No has to by God. But even that, you, he's showing you that that's the way I made the world. And, and, and what's the point? The point is the more we see in creation, the more we start focusing mentally that things uh, that, that are not natural need to be constantly fed and controlled, the more, the, the more we will see how God is in creation and we will see, not realize the Hashgach is divine providence in every single detail. This is what it means. What is va'ata? Va'ata in you. It doesn't just mean God created. Va'ata is va'alef. It's alef tof hey. The letters from alef to tof, the chof beis like we said in the previous chapter, the letters of the ter, the letters of the alef beis, the combination of all those letters, those are the words that God said. That Sermon Morris is all those letters, and you mix them all around, you have all the different types of creations. They're mechayim mehave. They don't just create, they also sustain it. And what is the and what is the uh, what is the hay? The hay is hay matzos hapeh. Hay matzos hapeh 
means that there are five places in the mouth that sound comes from. Like the uh, Aleph Ches He is from the throat. Ah, you know, you need, you need your throat. Or the Be, the, the Beis, the Mem, and the Fe comes from the, uh, you need your lips. And then, uh, and then from your cheeks, you have the Gimel, you need, you need your, your Kuf, you need cheeks for that. So these are, these are elements that, that create sound. So in other words, not the, the world was created with the words of the Chav Beis and the different sounds, so to speak, in the spiritual metaphor, which we'll speak about later. Ubasagos, uh, and this is interesting, this is a very uh, deep thing here. This is the, the, the letters being said in sentences. This is the same as the words that are said to the Nevi'im. In other words, what did they see? That God talked to them, and by speaking to them, he, they got a vision, and they started seeing things that other people don't see. Same thing in creation. David just said the words, and as he said the words, the world came into vision, into into existence. But I think there's a there's a very very deep message over here by bringing bringing the example of Nevi'im and understanding that the world was created by the words of God. In meaning to say, and 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 based on the fact that the whole that everything in the world is constantly being said in the creation, means that the world is a, is is a nevuah, is 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 a revelation, is there is a message in everything. So in other words, it's not just he said the bench should be here and there. If you put it together, it's a sentence. You start seeing the Ashgacha Pratis. The Ashgacha Pratis, divine providence, is in it is the message of why this thing is here and what it's here for. And the Nevi'im, the prophets, they were able to see that. That's what made them unique. What made the prophets unique is not just that they were holy people. But they actually were able, because of the refined lifestyle, like the Rambam says, what a, what a Navi had to go through personally to cleanse himself spiritually in the highest level. And that God actually chose that this, type, per, this person should be the one to get the message. They actually saw and heard what the message is in the creation. So when something happened, they knew what to tell. Because they saw the words of God, not only in creating its physical existence, but seeing its spiritual and its message. And that's also for us to know also that everybody has the, the, somewhat of that, the, that responsibility to see that it's, that it's a nevuah almost, that there's Ashgacha Prada, divine providence. There's a prophecy, so to speak, God, to be able to see where God in everything that was created, that it's not just a thing by itself, but it was just said into existence. And the difference is, Masha'enkin, but when it comes to Nevi'im, they see it, as we said we before, there are different worlds, there are different realities. They see the world the way it is in Atzilus. Atzilus means it's close to God. So therefore, whenever they're looking at something, they're seeing the God in it. We come from a lower world, not that it's, it's different, it's just our perception is different. So we see more of the thing, we see more of, of, the, of the existence, but the message is still the same, and it's still the same type of message to know what exactly the purpose is and what, how to bring it out, and that's why he also says it's the Asarma Mars that was said in the terror, because it's only terror, learning terror, and learning how to think like terror, like the Gemara, the Mishnah, the Chassidus, the Kabbalah, the, the Medrash, everything, it's changing. It makes you, it changes the way you start thinking and seeing things so you could start seeing the message in creation.